Hello and welcome to the Reaving Entertainment Podcast, episode 362 for August 7th, 2022. My name is Nathan Reitenspruth. Joining me this week, we have Connor, the cyberpunk monk, Vesh. Uh, it's, it's me. Um, uh, so so uh, we played uh, Chatteron, uh, paint things. And we're also joined by uh, Andrew Aroa McFain. I almost called you Andy. Don't fucking do that i swear to god the, the reason why is because the other day i was in your chat and you're and you said goodbye nathan and that i i don't know why it's weird when you call me nathan oh i feel like we have this discussion like every four or six episodes we do we, we, do. we do but nobody listens so it's fine get but, over it but it but it's okay but but yeah so i said goodbye andy and i don't know if you caught that i don't know if you had Stop logged out it. by that um so so anyway i'm your host nathan reen spruth let me ask you connor what games uh, uh actually first off where can we find you you could find me and you could find aroa and you could find you at aroa.website and the one link that i want to draw your attention to is clinton's core classics rise of the rune lords a first edition actual play podcast we just started our sixth season and i would be delighted if you checked it out it just keeps getting better, unlike the Reet and Entertainment podcast, which just keeps getting worse. And uh, Aroa, we can find you at Aroa.website. You can find me at Aroa.website. Uh, go to my Twitch. Uh, that's where I'm at most, most days, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific time to 9 p.m. Pacific time. And, uh, you know, press the, press the follow button so you get updated when I go live. And also press the subscribe button so I can quit my job. After I get 10 subscribers, I can finally quit my job. $20, $25 a month should be good, right? I, right, I don't think you have realistic expectations in mind for this project. <laughs> I think it's very... Re do, do you think it's unrealistic that I can survive off that much? Or do you think it's unrealistic that I could get 10 subscribers? Both. Oh, yes. okay. <laughs> um, uh, well, screw you, Connor. Aroa, what games did you play this week? Uh... I mean, I've been kind of, kind of going all over the place because I'm still having fun with the old Steam Deck. Uh, playing a lot of Dynasty Warriors Six uh, Empires. Okay. Because, because I I had never played the Empires version of Dynasty Warriors really, like not since like 2006 or so. And I always I always like the regular Dynasty Warriors, and I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna see what Empires was like. Is that on and... PlayStation Three too? Six is on three. Okay. Uh, before I had played Dynasty Warriors five on PS two, uh, six very much changes how everything works with that. Uh, like it, it's it's like a it's like an RPG, but like emphasis on the role playing, I guess. Because like whenever you whenever you start out a campaign you choose your character and which character you choose determines like what your role is in the world and you can be either uh one of the leaders or an officer under one of those leaders or just like a traveling mercenary guy and 
depending on which one of those you choose, like the game can be completely different. Because if you're a leader, you have to make decisions on like, what's your economic policy going to be for the next three months? Uh, what are what cards are you going to use? Because each of your officers gives you a special card to use. And then you can pick whether or not to attack another region. That's all really cool. But then also, if you're just an officer, you don't have any of that. All you need to worry about is keeping your relationship with your leader guy good and like working with your relationships with uh, like other officers because you can like form alliances with other individual officers like Fire Emblem style, which is really neat. Oh, so there's Uh, a dating sim. And well, actually, you can marry uh, other officers. Nice. Uh, that is a thing. Because uh, I was reading, like, I was trying to figure out more about what all is possible in the in the game, and like, a lot of people seem to make it their their goal to. Because you can, they're they're custom characters, so they make it their goal to make a custom character and then marry every female officer in the game. Of course, uh, me and my yeah. waifu army. Yeah uh yeah it's uh, and like if you're if you're just a traveling uh officer or or, like guy you can just go to wherever you want and you can either fight as a mercenary or you can join as an officer but then you can also like defect uh at any time even like in the middle of battle if you decide that like the other army is just better than your guy and you don't really care you can just swap to the other team and like i the ai will do that sometimes uh the first fucking uh time that i played i just like went solo to try to take down uh that just some fucking guy but i didn't realize he had lu bu in his army and uh if you know anything about dynasty warriors lu bu is basically like ryu from street fighter oh okay uh, like he's he's like or or maybe closer like Akuma from Street Fighter like he's god okay. uh he's he's like yeah so i was fucked i thought and then all of a sudden Lu Bu's like you know what fuck this guy i'm going with <laughs> you <laughs> and so suddenly i have like the strongest dude in the entire country on my side it, like i i've never never had that sort of experience in in a game like that, so, it's so, really cool. So tell me, how are you? How are you playing this? Are you playing it on your Steam Deck? Yes, um, just using the RPCS3 uh, emulator. And, and how does works, that run? Uh, almost flawlessly. That is uh, amazing. Yeah, actually, I would say that the PS3 emulator runs better than the PS2 emulator. Yeah, the PS2. Uh, they are making progress on the ps2 emulator the pcsx2 um yeah the 1.7 version which i don't know if you have that one or if that's the it was beta like a month ago so i'm not sure if they've fully released it yet but that has the vulcan backend which will probably okay. make it run better i on, bet on, um... the one i bet the one i have is OpenGL because it's um the the way that i'm running all these emulators is through uh emu deck which is basically just a bunch of bash scripts that handle all the complicated stuff for you Mm -hmm. um 
and I haven't bothered doing anything manually. I as bet far as you, yeah, I bet you it's the 1.6 version of PCSX2, uh, because I think again 1.7 is still in the beta stages, uh, but that adds in the Vulcan backend. So once, so it doesn't have to go through that translation layer or uh, just running well, on OpenGL. Uh, yeah, it, so, it it runs through Open. It almost definitely runs through OpenGL right now, which yeah, it's not not good, not no. anywhere near as good as Vulkan. But yeah, yeah. So um, I, bet, I bet that would help. Uh, but it's it's amazing because just you bitch kitty, stop it. Um. So, so uh, Best anyway, podcast. I thought you were I, talking to me. I was like, what did I do? <laughs> So I wrote, um, take your bell off when we're recording. It's horrible sound. <laughs> so uh, I I love Zoe, by the way, just so you know. But anyway, I was saying that I believe that I forgot what I was saying. Oh, I believe it, that. Uh, but but the like it PCSX or RP it's RP three whatever the PlayStation three emulator. <laughs> is um I don't remember the the term RPCS3 I think RPCS3 yes um that is pretty powerful and it's actually like to get it running on a normal Windows PC can take quite a bit of power so it is amazing that it runs well on the Steam Deck which is far less powerful than a lot of gaming PCs yeah. But maybe it's because most people who are playing on a gaming PC are doing like upscaling and, you know, going to 1440p or 4K rather than just leaving it at the base or doing like a maybe a double upscale. I don't know. Uh, but it's nice. Uh, what all games have you played on it? Uh, on, on the PS3 portion of the Steam Deck? Um, Honestly, it's just been Dynasty Warriors. Uh, I have downloaded uh mercenaries 2 and uh i got something else today that i haven't tried yet but i know from at least playing ps3 games on my pc just to test out the emulator that like there's no reason why any of those shouldn't run just as well if they run if it's running dynasty warriors it'll run everything else just fine well, that's good. Um, yeah. I mean, the the I mean, the emulator is going to have its own problems, but oh yeah, there there are some weird uh physics bugs that like don't really affect anything, but it's like the goofy thing where the cloth on some of the clothes just don't work right, and they turn into a giant polygonal mess every once in a while. But like, it's fine. It just it looks goofy, but yeah. It, it doesn't matter. And like the flags will just kind of spin around in circles sometimes. Uh, but considering I'm, I'm playing a game in a very convenient form factor as opposed to having to hack my PS3 to do all this shit. Uh, yeah, I'm okay with that. I've hacked my PS3. It's not that hard. No, it's not. It, I mean, mine is hacked, but it's just like that's a lot more of a pain in the ass than dropping a folder on yeah. an SD card. Yeah. Um, well, that's nice. Did you play anything else of note, or should we move on to Connor? Uh, I should say, Man right now, 
Uh, oh yeah. Well, we are playing Man of Medan on Saturdays, uh, on Twitch.tv slash. Uh, I don't know. Go to go to Aroa dot website and click Aroa, on the link there. Aroa one three three seven, I believe. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Aroa um, Aroa Elite. Yeah, he's the one thousand three hundred and thirty seventh Aroa. He that 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 is actually what it what it where it came from. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Uh, we've been playing that. Uh, it got weird last night. Um, I wish more of the game was as weird as it was last night. Because most of the game is not not all that interesting. It's actually pretty fucking boring, uh, if I'm honest. Yeah. Uh, it is the roughest of all of the uh, super massive games that I've seen so far. Well, wasn't Definitely. it the first one of this series that they put out? It was. It was, and I think they were. I think they were still trying to figure out how to adapt this format into something smaller scale. And like more episodic in nature, uh, yeah. and I think they figured a lot of that out with uh, Little Hope. So good. It's uh, it's uh, all right. And what was the other game you were gonna mention? I wanted to mention I'm playing the uh, beta for Exo Primal right now. Oh, which, that's uh, the. Is that the the dinosaurs one or? Yes. The um, like like Earth Defense Force it, with it's, dinosaurs. It's like. Yeah, it's like EDF meets Overwatch, but it's dinosaurs instead of aliens. Oh, good. Uh, it's pretty cool so far. I don't think the actual network part is live right now. I don't know. They're It's Capcom, so they're doing weird shit where it's like a timed thing. I missed the last beta. Uh, I hate that. But it's supposed to be running today sometime. Uh, but I'm just playing through the tutorial right now, and yeah, it's pretty cool. You you can definitely see and feel the EDF influences, but the fact that like they're implementing Overwatch style like abilities and being able to hot swap between different exosuit models, like depending on the situation, it seems like it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, I'm I'm pretty interested to see where where that and where the, this game ends up if it's even half as cool as edf there is also a new edf game coming out sometime soon so it'll have to compete with that which will yeah. be interesting well that's cool i i am marginally interested in that game like it looks yeah. like it would be fun if i could sit down and play games with my friends for you know a few hours uh, but I don't know if I could bring my or find myself wanting to go back and keep replaying it without a group to play with. I have every EDF game I've ever played, I've played solo, so I can't uh, can't say I totally relate there. I just really like horde style games. That makes sense. I like horde style games, but I like doing like the Halo horde mode. I like uh, firefight. Yeah. Isn't it firefight? Is that what it is? In Halo, it's firefight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I like doing that with friends, and so it's very similar situation. But we're gonna move on, and we're gonna talk to Connor about the games that he's played this week. Uh, first off, I'm going to take a little bit of our time here, so apologies up front for that. On Monday, I was on my 3DS, and I started playing through Majora's Mask, which is something I was talking about playing like two months ago or something like that. Yeah. 
my goal wasn't really to beat it. I just wanted to see how much I could break that game. I started a, a new file yeah, and a lot. Yeah, it's very easy to sequence break that game. But that's something I used to do as a kid. I'd like start a new file and just see how hard I could exploit a game sometimes. And I, and I still have fun doing that. It's been a while since I've done that, too. And as Nathan had preluded to, yes, you can quite hilariously break Majora's Mask if you know what you're doing. I had all three masks, uh, all three transformation masks, that is, before the first temple was done, which is just a whole lot of fun. Nice. And then my Steam Deck showed up on Tuesday. So I, I have to do that obligatory thing where I talk through every single title I've tried to play through on that. You don't have to talk uh, through everyone, just the notable oh, I, ones. Oh, oh yes, I, they're all notable, Nathan. Like uh, like Aperture Desk Job, isn't that notable? Every single person who's got a Steam Deck has played that, and they all I went... didn't. I haven't played oh, it yet. Neither <laughs> of you bothered? Really? No. I, I wanted to, but I was trying to get it to work with my stream, and it seems that you can only do it, you can only play it just like normally with the Steam Deck. You can't or I couldn't get it working with like a controller because it's a stream it, from your steam deck. I, I was trying to get it working for like 10 minutes. Okay. It wasn't, <laughs> I wanted to get it working with, uh, I wanted to get it working with a controller and while plugged in to my capture card, but it, even playing it with the steam deck controller while connected to my capture card seemed to make it not work for some reason. I don't know why. No, just stream with OBS on your Steam Deck. But I don't use OBS. Start using Install OBS. XSplit on your, on your, is XSplit Linux compatible? I don't even know. I have no idea. It used to be on Steam, and they took it off for some reason. Probably because it's shit. <laughs> yes, yes, that's why. Well, I only anyway, brought that on. game up so I could dunk on it, but it seems since I'm the only person who's played it, I am not going to dunk on it. You can dunk on it. I don't care. No, Go ahead. It's just a free little tech demo. To it, it's just a tech demo. Right? It, it, you play it so you make sure all of the buttons on your Steam Deck are working. I was very surprised to hear neither of you played it. Nope. Uh, the, so the, the whole goal of this thing is I, I think my Steam Deck is going to crush my backlog. And so far, I've just used it as a nostalgia machine. So I'm going to keep on giggling at that until that wears off before I start tackling that backlog. But I played Final Fantasy VI, the pixel remaster on it, and that plays phenomenally on it, to no surprise to anyone. Morrowind runs phenomenally on it, no surprise to anyone. You would hope that a Steam Deck would be able to run that. I tried Soul Calibur VI because I was really curious to see how a fighting game felt on it. And let me tell you, I was, I was really excited to go back to Soul Calibur VI. I don't think I gave it a fair chance the first time. I kind of thought it was just Soul Calibur with cutscene attacks. Uh, yeah, it's it's Soul Calibur with cutscene attacks, so I've already uninstalled that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I played it. And I had fun with it, but yeah. It was, and then it was I installed, right. and then I installed Mass Effect, uh, all of Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Which boy, that will eat up a hard drive. Uh, I went to go play it, and it said, "Hey, we're gonna install Origin now." And I thought to myself, "Nah." <laughs> you well, first off, I don't know if that would work. It does. It does. I. I, 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 I was curious, like, um, behind the scenes, I was still trying to get another game to work at the time and it wasn't quite working yet. So my main concern at that time is I do not want to troubleshoot anything else. I just want to play a video game. I have an idea. Download the PS3 emulator 
You play Mass Effect <laughs> nah, on there. <laughs> no, that's that's I, okay. Uh, I I got World of Warcraft working earlier today. Oh, nice. So you can you can just you can just tell Steam to run the installer for pretty much anything, and it just throws it into this folder. And cool. Yeah. I got Fallout 4 running on it. Uh, it's not at max settings, which is a little surprising to me, but I will forgive it. Fallout's not the most robust game, just standalone. And uh, the two experiences I had were uh, the, the save that I load didn't have any of my mods, so I was just in a floating cube. Okay. And that didn't seem like a good example. So I, I started a new character and I went through the tutorial. And the Fallout 4 tutorial takes it takes too gosh darn long. Just yeah. too gosh darn long. So, I mean, it works, but is it fun? I'll get back to you on that. But what what does it run? No. At? What did what did it run at? Like the frame on, rate on high in the uh, sorry on ultra the max settings. I was getting like I don't know twenty two to forty while I was in that starting town. I I started feeling it chug whenever I'd run in particular, like whenever there was a screen effect going on. Yeah, it required I'm normal more. for Fallout Four. Right, and that's these aren't necessarily Steam Deck issues. These could just be uh, engine issues. I'm not willing to to fault the engine for that just yet. Did you lower uh, it to high or medium, and then because I've I noticed if I had it on medium or high, I was able to make it run like at 60 FPS pretty consistently. Uh, I did put it to medium, but I had like like I said, I haven't gotten all that far. I, I got distracted. Oh, okay. Uh, I tried Dishonored two which runs phenomenally, but that's not the game that I want to play through next. So that, that was something that I was interested in testing just because it's it's a good game and kind of like uh, Soul Calibur before it. I don't think I gave it the, the most honest of attempts the first time around. So uh, look forward to that. Sleeping Dogs, the definitive edition, does not work on Steam Deck. Can't get Yet. it to boot. Don't know why. Yet. Wait, what? Really? Uh, Sleeping Dogs Definitive Edition tried to boot it. It's not supported. Try to boot it, and it just crashes over and over. Big disappointment. I I played it the first day. What? I'm not even shitting you. Maybe I, I saw that it said it wasn't compatible, and I just ran it. What? Uh, so hmm. Connor, maybe try different proton levels. I haven't done that yet. I am aware that you can do that, but I was working on whatever it came out the box. Yeah. I'm, yeah. yeah. I don't think I did anything, but maybe. Yeah, maybe it was an older is... version of Proton that. Yeah, the maybe there was edition, some... not the uh, it... not the original one. Yeah, yeah. What? I that is weird as hell because I thought that was weird because I saw it said it wasn't compatible. I I had put it in like my list of games I just wanted to play on Steam Deck because I was like I've never played this game I need to play it, and I'm I'm like you I'm gonna use the Steam Deck to kind of get through all the games that I've never played. And yeah, no, I I started it and I was like, why does it say it's not compatible? It's fine. Uh, sometimes, uh, I... sometimes they just don't update that if people, not enough people, have tested it. Basically, yeah, that, that's my, what I figured. It's my understanding. A lot of it, like, not necessarily like, oh, the text is hard to read or whatever. A lot of it's like, we don't have the licenses to play that format of video, so it just won't work. Oh uh, yeah, the... that's uh, uh, what is it? Egg roll, something egg roll. Yeah, uh, I I don't know the exact solution. I haven't done it yet, but there's a way that you could update the proton. I want to say it's like a kernel update or something. Like it's it's, it's a it's, it's a fork. It's a fork of proton that you have to 
you you have to download it from this management tool that you can get off of the discover market thingy like so that's it, that's probably the next step i'll do in my troubleshooting i just haven't done it yet you know stay tuned we'll 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 keep you updated yeah and anything uh, else that, any other notable games yeah i got a couple more in here sit tight i warned you ahead of time um i I'm, know i'm I'm happy to hear that it worked for you. I feel like Sleeping Dogs would make a an awesome portable title. Yeah. Uh, I'm a little torn on which one I'm going to choose next, but I think the the nostalgia romp I'm going to go down next is Shenmue. So I downloaded that and tested that just to make sure it works, and it runs fine, which it's Shenmue. I would hope it runs fine. Also, uh, kind of struggling on that same slot is Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, a game that I played less than a full hour before putting it back down. I, I picked that up right after playing another fighting game, and I think I was just burnt out on the genre, so I'm ready to give it an honest try. And I, I hope this team deck will be good for it. Hopefully it runs. I, I think it might run pretty well. It didn't seem like that demanding of a game when I played through it. So uh, just as long as it works with Proton, it should be fine, I would imagine, to run it. Maybe not max settings, but you know, medium or high. We'll uh, I, I didn't even get as far as checking the settings, but I loaded whatever I did in that last save, walked around a little bit, and it, it seemed fine. Oh, good. Stay tuned. Um, uh, I downloaded Final Fantasy XII, the Zodiac Age, but that's not something I'm looking forward to playing. That's for a future thing. Uh, Metal Gear Solid V, The Phantom Pain. This is one of those ones I wanted to talk about. Runs this fine. Is a, it, yeah, it's, it's Steam verified and everything. This game might be one of the best mobile games ever. Mm-hmm. Mission-wise, it's very repetitive. It's a, almost to a fault, I would say. But being able to pick it up, do something, put it away, and then come back 20 minutes later and do that same thing over, that is a working formula. I I installed that game. I haven't ever actually played it all the way through. I haven't played it very much at all. But I did install it on my Steam Deck. And yeah, it, like I know it was a PS3 game, and... So that, you know, it was it released a long time ago, but it's still a pretty graphically intensive game. And to be able to run it like full 60 frames a second on the Steam Deck is pretty impressive. Yeah, I'm running it max settings. In this god tier. Yes. Max settings, 60 FPS, and I could put it in my Jinko pockets. We I'm starting to feel it. I feel like we're starting to live in the future. Also, it's a great game to play right before bed, which any longtime listeners will know is mostly how a boomer like me plays video games now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Middle Earth Shadow of War is a game I downloaded. I'm not going to talk about that. And then finally, Fallout New Vegas. Maybe the best portable game ever. Uh, yeah. Play about an hour each. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you in a hurry, Nathan? No, no. I said, you, yeah, you it's, wanna, a good, it's a good portable game. These, I said, yes. Games. I said, yes, is a good portable game. I was agreeing with you. Keep, I'm glad keep that, okay. going. No, it's fine. It's it's a good game. That's that's all I need to talk about then. Oh, uh, and, <laughs> and, and one last finish thing. your story have... about Fallout New Vegas. No, it's a good game. Everyone's I wasn't. Uh, one thing I do want to mention is Goon Station, which is the server I play Space Station 13 on, is doing their WrestleMania event. Oh, good. Uh, they do this once a year, and normally I'd be like, yeah, if if you like creativity and problem solving, check out Space Station 13. Now is not the week to do it. Things are a little extra weird. I have a question. Hmm? Why don't they do it in April? Uh, it, it's because it's a summer event. I, is the 
the most correct answer I can give. I don't know any of the organizers enough to be like, you're doing it wrong. Okay, but WrestleMania is in April. Well, in space, it's in August. <laughs> That's SummerSlam. It's their SummerSlam event. <laughs> I'm sorry that they upset you, Nathan. I'll, I'll pass the message on. Good. Why aren't they doing the wrestling-themed event in the right season? This is stupid. Exactly. I'm just, confu- I'm just confused on why they would name it WrestleMania, too. Like, I, Actually, it might not be WrestleMania. Let me see what the actual name is. Uh, 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 development server, blah, blah, blah. Go on while you look this up. Anyway, I, I found that uh, Fallout New Vegas ran really well on the Steam Deck. What about you? <laughs> oh, it runs I, phenomenally. It's an old game, I would hope so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still cool to have, you know, Fallout, Fallout New Vegas, which ran like, let's be honest, it ran like dog crap on the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3. And Everything now it ran runs, like shit on the PS3. Yeah, and now it runs great uh, on on a portable device, a, a device that's, you know, as, as uh, Connor said, you can put it in your pocket, your Jinko pocket. And on the PS3, which was quite a bit bigger than the Steam Deck couldn't handle Fallout New Vegas. It's it's nice how far we've come in just I don't know 12 13 years. So anyway, um games I played this week was Monday I played that Multiverses game. The one with like you know Scooby Doo characters facing uh people from Rick and Morty and Adventure Time. And it's weird uh, I, I feel it's way more, maybe it's just because, you know, Super Smash Brothers came out when I, when I was a kid, but it feels like way more disconnected than, than those games, than the Super Smash Brothers games. But it's whatever. I, I still had fun with the game. Uh, apparently, it's been delayed. They are delaying the launch of multiverses. And, but, it's, but it's been in beta for like a week or two. Yeah, well, it's been in beta for like two or three weeks now. Um, yeah. like, I played too many for... people are playing LeBron. We need to balance this game so people <laughs> will play things other than LeBron. Yeah, that was that was fun when Ash was like, "Oh, I'm gonna main LeBron James," and we're like, "Wait, wait, what? Wait, 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 what?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, nobody James explained it was. Uh, nobody explained to me that Warner Brothers now owns the likeness of LeBron James. Because of yeah, uh, Space Jam Two, yeah. yeah. So I was just like, "Why? Why is LeBron James in a video game?" Yeah, is, is this like Shaq Attack? Is Shaq gonna be in it? I I Shaq hope attack? so. Uh, Shaq Fu. Yeah, Shaq Fu. That's yeah. what it was. <laughs> I want a game called Shaq Attack. <laughs> I also want this. <laughs> so, uh, I played that. It was fun. I I'm actually I don't I there are a few that I I did pretty poor on. Uh, poorly on, but the majority of the games, like I was actually doing pretty well in the game, so I was pretty happy with that. Uh, sometimes I would get rolled, uh, but but again, the majority of the time I was doing pretty well. I played as Shaggy a lot, and I also like Finn from I think it's Adventure Time. Yes, would be wrong. Yeah, never played the, or never watched the show, but uh, he has a sword, and it works really well to uh, slash people. Uh, I will say that there's some unlockable characters like Harley Quinn and Harley Quinn players are the worst. 
Uh, and what I mean by that is it seems that Harley Quinn has some combos that are super easy to just keep rolling people into. Uh, so I don't know. A lot of people really like Harley Quinn, it seems. But game has been delayed uh, indefinitely. They they did not say we're delaying it for a week. They they are dele- delaying the actual launch of the game and the release of one of the Rick and Morty characters, which I can't. I think it's Morty. They're delaying that uh, indefinitely. So I don't know why. Anyway, uh, and then I played on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. I played Dying Light Two. I was trying to find a multiplayer game to play. But uh, Connor didn't want to play games with me, so I didn't have anybody to play with because uh, I think Durga was at work. So I played more Dying Light 2, and I ended up beating the game. Hooray! Yay! That is my 15th game that I have played and beaten this year, uh, which accounts for 390, 391 hours and 30 minutes. Without spoiling anything... Did you feel as though the choices you made throughout the game mattered? I feel that there are specific choices that definitely do matter. Um, but the majority of the time, no. Like, who do you give the, the water tower to? Or, or the, um, the windmills to? That doesn't really matter. Um, and and certain choices like that, they don't really matter. But there are specific choices that I can't spoil, because you told me not to, um, that do affect the outcome of the ending of the game, but not okay. by much. Okay. Because, like, I've, I've made it to the second area uh-huh. in, in my playthrough, and that's that I, I stopped playing shortly after that. But when I made it to the second area, it seemed like it was going to establish a pattern of you go through a storyline with these characters and like you have an outcome that is definitely based on the decisions you made previously, but then like you're going to move to another area or something. And then those people are just going to disappear and they're not going to matter ever again. That is basically what happens. You go back to like towards the end of the game, you have to go back to the starting area uh and talk to somebody there but i i don't feel that the choices really mattered that much it, it's like any video game that has choices like that you they try to make it seem like it's going to have way more consequences than it actually does but at the well, end I mean, of the game you just choose to resurrect your fucking dog yeah <laughs> that's a fable reference yeah. um and everybody did that Every single person did that. Like, you know you what? Had, I, you know what I fucking did. What I said, I want. I want everyone who died over the course of the whole fucking everything to be brought back to life. And that would include because the dog. I thought that would include the dog. It doesn't include the dog. No, no, it's just your sister. It's all that. Which is well, it's it's everyone. Well, yeah, but that is everyone your but sister. your dog. Yeah, which is dumb. But like, yeah, because yeah, because. Just we're spoiling the ending of Fable Two, but at the end of the game, you get a choice to get a bunch of. I think it's get a bunch of money, resurrect every, I believe, human that has died. Yeah, um, I guess probably so. Over the course of the game, or you get to keep your dog, 
And apparently only 99.9% of people chose the dog because somebody thought that uh, choosing all the humans would resurrect the dog too. But I'm pretty sure she doesn't say all humans. That's true. She says everyone. Yeah. Fucking technicality. Uh, Bullshit. I know. But uh, like most people chose the dog because you, you don't care about the NPCs. You definitely don't care about your sister, and you're already super rich at the end of the game anyway, so why would you choose the money? Also, Um, there's just things you can't do unless you have your dog. Yeah. Like, and if you want to continue playing the game and, like, getting secrets, you have to have the dog. No, I don't know why you would do that. Also, dog. Um, But, yeah, dog. 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 So, anyway, we, uh, we, I beat Dying Light 2, uh, and I decided I spoke with Connor about this. There is a game I want to play uh, when it comes out, which is uh, Skyrim in Space. Starfield, when that comes out, I'm going to play that, but I think that got delayed Oh, wow, next you want to play that. I can't believe. I know, I know, but until then, uh, I'm going to play most of the Final Fantasy games I have not beaten. There are yeah. five, there are five, final, five mainline Final Fantasy games that aren't MMOs that I haven't beaten. So I've beaten over, I beat, I, I've beaten eight of them, and there are five that I haven't beat. So um, those games are two, four, five, six, and 12 are the games oh, I haven't man. beat. Emulating JRPGs makes them so much better. Because <laughs> you can fast forward? Yeah, you can run them at like four times fucking speed. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'll be doing that. I I I I kind of like the traditional, just play it normally, um, the way it was intended. But I will be playing through the pixel remasters. Uh, I'm probably not going to play through two because two is not Wait, very those... good. Oh, those 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 are different from the mobile ports, right? They are. Yes. They are. They are. Okay. Um, so I'm going to be playing through four, five, six, and twelve. Uh, starting with four, and I guess four is only like 20, 25 hours long if you play through it right. So I oh should my. be able to get that done in a couple, couple three weeks, uh, and then I'll go go from there. So if you want to see me play through Final Fantasy four, five, six, and twelve, join me on uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Reeton. Of course, I'll I'll mix in some other games. I'll try to play Payday with uh, Connor stuff like that. Anyway, let's move on. We've spent what is it? <laughs> 40 minutes almost talking about games. Uh, Let's move on and talk about some news stories about video games. Uh, Firstly, do you guys know what a lasso challenge is? Yes. I did not know until like two weeks ago. Is is it like whenever you're riding a horse and you got to try to get somebody? No, I, I believe this is the halo lasso. Yeah. Oh, this is the thing that that Critical did. Yes. Well, he put he put up the challenge, and then somebody somebody did it. Somebody did it. So it is a lasso challenge. Just so you know, is is in Halo Two. There are skulls that you can get throughout the game, or if you have the Master Chief Collection, you automatically have access to these skulls, and you can turn turn them on, and they will alter the game somehow, such as giving like. I believe one gives like all the enemies like better shields or more health. Um, there's the envy skull, which will 
make you invisible. And that one was the one that they said you can't use in this challenge. So Lasso is legendary, so you're playing on legendary, all skulls on, except for Envy, which is the only one that helps you out. Um, which makes I would it... say Grunt Birthday Party helps. Yeah, yeah, that one can be on. It lifts um, your morale. It yeah. does. It does. And I think in the original, in the original Halo 2, uh, it also makes them pop a plasma grenade when you shoot them in the head. Instead of just confetti coming out. I think you that's know just what? that they're holding one. No, yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't remember. Uh, but I think it did. I, I think it did, which made it a little bit easier. But that one being on does help as well. Oh, also uh, you can't die. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this was legendary all skulls on no death run. So the the object was to beat it and beat Halo 2 on Legendary with all the skulls on, uh, except for Envy, while not dying in one life. So The way it was meant to be played. Yeah, the way it was meant to be played. And, you know, the Critical was offering $20,000, and somebody was like, all right, <laughs> I'll do it. Uh, and this guy, from what I understand, I watched a video on it, this guy had already mapped all of the levels to be able to uh, do each level with this challenge, but they had not been able to do it in a single run. So they, they have already done every level with the, the lasso challenge on, but they just had to combine everything and hope that everything fell into place because, you know, just getting shot by a, a grunt in this mode can lead to you dying pretty quickly and uh he was able to do it who was it jervelin had uh, oh and that was another thing you had to stream it well yeah 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 it had to be uh it had to be streamed on twitch you couldn't just record it and send it in you had to stream it oh yeah um, it'd be way too easy to fake yeah jervelin streamed his entire legendary skulls no death run on twitch which clocked in at nearly seven hours. As far as we know, he's the only one to have ever completed the challenge, which is, which is a pretty big deal considering Halo 2 came out in 2004. YouTube personality and streamer uh, Critical was the one who offered the prize money for completing the run, otherwise known as the most critical challenge. So Moist critical. Moist critical challenge. I'm sorry. Because that's, that's yeah, what he goes by, is moist critical. I see. I I don't watch his stuff. I like Charlie a lot. Yeah, he seemed. I mean, he offered twenty thousand dollars to somebody to beat Halo too. So, good good for him. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, so Jervelin is getting uh, twenty thousand dollars, and good for him. Good good for them. You know, I'm I'm them. definitely not good enough to do this challenge, and I think I'm fairly good at Halo. Uh, but not. I'm not. I'm fairly good at Halo compared to other people, but I'm not compared to this guy. And nobody apparently yeah. is as good as this guy. Everybody's everybody's good at, at everything compared to somebody else, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, I but, bet, I bet but I can it, eat shit a lot better than some people. Probably. But, but I am, you know, I, I would say I'm above average at Halo or at, at least at one point in my life, I was above average at, at Halo 2. Now you're um, old. But now I'm you old. You can't be good at shooters. Nope, can't. I gotta, I gotta go back and play some more solitaire. And uh, yeah. 
gin rummy. But uh, anyway, this guy is apparently the best at at this particular challenge at Halo. And we're going to move on. And we're going to talk about Xbox. More Xbox. Who here has Xbox Game Pass besides me? I think I do. You think you do? I don't remember, honestly. Um, they're I don't remember about, if I canceled it or not. Uh, apparently, according to a rumor, uh, but actually it's not really a rumor anymore because it looks like uh, it's, yeah, no, available they, they... In, it's available in Colombia and Ireland. Yeah. St- like, those do you are some... read the articles that you post? Yes, I do. Um, it was a rumor for a minute, and then it it became uh, confirmed. Like they they're like, oh, they're going to release it when you posted the article. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, so micro, my, Microsoft has begun testing a new family plan option for Xbox Game Pass Ultimate subscribers, uh, and I'm hopeful that it rolls out to the rest of the world sooner rather than later. This is according to the article. I don't really care. I I don't have a family. Uh, this makes it easy, even easier to play. <clears throat> the best Game Pass games with friends and family across PC, uh, console, and cloud by enabling you to add up to four people to your subscription, all with their own unique access to Xbox Game Pass Ultimate Games content and benefits, said senior technical programmer uh, Tyler Middlet. Program manager. Program manager. I was trying to read <laughs> the last name. skipped a whole fucking word. I don't care. Uh, Tyler something. <laughs> Um, and it's there like Mitlider. Yeah, it's weird, and I don't care. Um, uh, the the plan is, according to the, it says Xbox Game Pass Insider preview details. This is again from Destructoid. With the current framework, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members can convert their subscription time to the family plan based upon the monetary value of the old membership. So if you have one month of ultimate it comes out to 18 days of the group plan unofficially going off those numbers that could suggest a 25 dollars a month ballpark for the family plan which would end up being reasonable if split among four members as is the normal price for a single xbox game pass is 14.99 uh the lead user to group subscription conversion is final and users must wait for their new membership to expire before returning to a previous membership. So if you upgrade, you can't roll it back. You have to, you, you can roll it back eventually, but you have to wait until that month is over. You have um, to cancel your subscription and then start a new individual subscription. Oh, okay. That said, the rest of the game pass group, the invitees can't do this same time conversion by joining a group a group member can cancel their existing subscription or wait for it to expire if they do not have a microsoft account invited friends and family will have to create a new microsoft account and sign in well yeah of course you need to create a microsoft account if you're gonna well you gotta have a microsoft account to use microsoft products i don't fucking believe it yeah now if it is 25 dollars a month which doesn't seem to be confirmed here but uh, if it does end up being $25 a month, I think that if you do have a family, that's a pretty good deal. I'm paying $15 a month for my Xbox Ultimate Game Pass plan or whatever. Um, and if I had another person in my house or another three people in my house, uh, that would that would make a lot of sense. Because I know 
uh, Aroa has a, a wife who plays games. I, yeah. I don't know if she would do Game Pass, though. I keep telling her to, to get it because, like, so many of the games that she plays are on Game Pass, She and then she wouldn't have to pay full price for them. Yeah, and They're usually, exactly. like, 20 bucks. Like, who fucking cares? Like, and now, if they start a family plan, like, that means that everyone everyone in our group would be able to, like, technically split the bill. But in reality, it wouldn't it wouldn't work out that way. But it that's never fine. it never works out that way for me. Every time I'm like, oh yeah, man, join my plan. We'll split the bill. And then Durga messages is always Durga. He'll message and be like, I can't pay this month, man. And I'm like, ah, fine. That's how it always goes. Um, but I mean, you're paying ten dollars more a month. It's not that bad. Like, yeah, so that's still two hundred dollars a year. Yeah. Um. But if everybody but, has access, you have five people who are, or four people who are having access to it. Yeah, and it, like if there are routinely games on there that you play or would play, yeah, like it, it's kind of a no brainer. It saves so much money overall, and I hate I hate that it's as good as it is <laughs> because it's 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 fueling the you don't own anything future. Yeah, but. Like as long as the services continue to be this good, like that, then I, it, there's hardly any argument against it. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't see myself participating in this unless other people do agree to, to at least pay for part of it. Yeah, but, like that would be. I again, same thing with me. The only way I would do it is if, let's say, I had. I was like, let's do a Game Pass family plan. And I was like, hey, Aroa and Connor, let's all just pay, you know, a third of the bill or whatever. Uh, and but then make what... sure that you guys actually, like, I would probably be like, can you set up like an automatic payment to me on yeah. PayPal every month? So you just now automatically what, pay me. What is What is cool is that they are being upfront about the fact that it is just limited to the person has to live in your country. So they're not pulling a Netflix. Oh, that's yet, awesome. At least. Um, so like they know that they know what people are going to do with this. And I think that just comes down to, they just want more people to be using Microsoft's services. Well, and our what next story this is always about our next story. Uh, we're, I, I'm shuffling the stories around slightly. Uh, Microsoft is trying to buy Activision, Activision Blizzard, right? that yeah yeah and um it says here this article is great it's from rock paper shotgun it says microsoft is defending the activision blizzard buyout by saying the company doesn't make any must-have games <laughs> like world of warcraft or call of duty and the reason they're saying this is because sony has come out and been like we need call of duty yeah apparently they would lose so much money. Yeah. Well, Call of Duty is is still somehow a fucking massive franchise. Uh and particularly the Battle Royale game. Like Warzone, that's right? been yeah, Warzone has made so fucking much money. So the fear the fear that Sony has and that I think most people have is that Microsoft buys Activision. Uh, Call of Duty becomes a Microsoft only 
franchise so you lose access to it on sony's platform yeah yeah so Um, i personally don't think that would actually happen i really don't i mean it depends microsoft does have a history of doing both so like with minecraft they keep releasing minecraft on other systems yeah. Uh, but then there's, uh, you know, the Bethesda, when they bought that, like, they released Deathloop on PS5, 4, 5 and 4. Um, yeah. They released Deathloop on that because they con- they contractually had to. But now they're like, oh, yeah, future games aren't going to be on there. So, like, fall- new Fallout games are going to be on PC and Xbox consoles, which is fine mm. for me. But I, I think it's going to be different with big blockbuster like like stuff that that actually sells there or that that doesn't sell consoles but rather is like a platform in and of itself all of minecraft yeah uh i i think that like call of duty makes so much money no matter where it is because the money in call of duty comes from post sale sales yeah if, if you know what i mean like it comes from microtransactions is what i'm saying and so the more sources of microtransactions that you can have, the better. Something like like Fallout or or Starfield or or whatever, that come you, you get the money from the initial sale and then like two or three DLCs later on. Or, you know, you're you're an asshole and you monetize mods. Like but, horse armor. Yeah. Um, but whenever whenever it comes to like Minecraft, you buy skin bundles. Like that's where they make a lot of of that money, along with uh, with realms and all that. Uh, and it it just it wouldn't make sense for them to go. No, you can't give us money unless you give us other money first. And that that especially just doesn't really fit with Microsoft's mo as of late, where they've kind of been like, yeah, we don't care where you're from, just give us money. Yeah. Uh, with with stuff like uh, with Deathloop putting that game on uh, like if they could have gotten away with just putting it on xbox only all that does really is just save them dev time because then they don't have to work on making it functional on ps5 and ps4 they don't have to support that product afterwards they they don't have to do anything with it if if they can just keep it on their own their own platforms and they're not they they know that that's not going to be a franchise that like explodes it's not going to really have microtransactions it's probably not even going to have DLC they don't care yeah but with call of duty with with uh, warzone that's all that is it's just a big old fucking microtransaction machine like I, it's their fortnite i so. do want to i do want to go and read the actual quote that they said um and it says here oh it's uh, it's great yeah, uh, yeah, it, yeah. i'll i'll do it it's specifically with respect to activision blizzard video games there's nothing unique about the video games developed and published by activision blizzard that is a quote must have for rival pc and console video game distributors that could give rise to a foreclosure concern read microsoft's response to the new zealand commerce commission published in a report from june this is uh, legal speak for yeah we know but we can't like they they know that call of duty 
and World of Warcraft are huge, but they can't come out and say, hey, yeah, we're trying to create a monopoly. It's it's them saying that while they are large franchises that sell a lot, it they're not something where Sony is going to crumble if they don't have access to sell the the license or they don't have access to the license to sell Call of Duty. It this isn't something like if Microsoft was buying it, like this this is an argument that would that would not have worked with Nvidia buying ARM for example and yeah. then if like if if they were to suggest that they were going to limit licensing ARM's processor architecture like the this they're they're saying it while it's profitable the this isn't like something that's absolutely necessary to run a video game business yeah and, and so therefore it's not a monopoly well and, yeah and they're they're also saying uh the the, the line um there is nothing unique about the video games developed and published by them um yeah as in other people can make first person shooters and mmos even, and and yeah strategy uh you know like starcraft strategy games and stuff like other people make these types of games so get good i guess like really yeah that's like, like it's it really is microsoft just kind of saying look if, if sony wants if sony wants games of this caliber they're just gonna have to make them themselves which is why they bought uh bungie yeah that's what way. i was gonna say they have bungie like they have destiny and you didn't see microsoft going and being like we need destiny like yeah nobody cares because it's destiny <laughs> uh i uh, just think it's neat um i i uh, i assume that this deal is going to go through it will yeah it totally will i like this was apparently a response to new zealand uh which australia slash new zealand have a pretty big reputation for being a little overly regulatory especially in the video game market oh yeah like just in the entertainment industry in general but obviously we're more familiar with how they limit shit in the video game area uh with essentially refusing to rate certain games because they don't think that they deserve to be sold which is just fucking weird so that they're they're just trying to shut them up uh and if they can shut up new zealand and australia then everyone else in the world's going to comply because those are probably going to be the only groups that actually give a shit yeah well we'll see most likely they'll be most likely they'll sell and then we're going to get call of duty on game pass and then i don't know we could play zombies because that's the only mode worth playing but i don't actually want to pay for the game yeah right yeah uh, are huh? they just gonna pick up the the Call of Duty and put it on the VR headset? Um, I don't you know, know if you want that, uh, EA made uh, made that Medal of Honor VR game. Did they? Yeah, they did. Was it bad? It is an official it, Medal of Honor good? game. It's all right. It's fine. It's single player only. That's fine. Other people suck. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. Like it's it's just a it's a Medal of Honor campaign, but it's in VR, and you can do you can do funny VR stuff. 
I watched uh watched Germa nine eight five play through it, and it was pretty good. So we are gonna move on and we're gonna talk about the last story, which is new graphics cards that might be dead <laughs> on arrival. Well these were these were supposed of. to release a long time ago. Uh and just they in keep... time for the prices to drop. Yeah, they keep yeah. pushing it back. Like if they would have released a year ago, uh, they probably would have sold pretty well. And then now they're releasing theoretically by the end of the year, and prices just keep going down for graphics cards because we have the four thousand series of NVIDIA cards coming out and the seven thousand series of AMD cards coming out. And those are probably going to be way better. Probably. Those are definitely going to be way better than the, yes. the in Intel GPUs that are coming out. Except for one specific use case that I might actually do um, if, these, if, if these ever come out. Because they might be dead on arrival. The rumor is that the Intel um, Alchemist cards, which are the new ones that are going to come out, um, theoretically, uh, might not actually get released for more than just like OEM OEM machines, and they may scrap the next uh, the next lineup of cards that they have planned, which is Battle Mage. First uh, off, what what was that, what was going on? Well, what were you going to get into? Well, I was going to ask. I was going to ask what your thoughts were on this. Uh, specifically like would you want more graphics cards even if they're crappy like even if they're not as good as uh nvidia or amd i still think that it's good to have another competitor and they can get better I, over time i hope that, that that happens yeah like i i think that we absolutely need a third major player in the the video card market and really intel's kind of the only group that can do it um so yeah i mean the competition is is good it's unfortunate that one the cards really aren't all that great um but also that there are so many so so many tech news articles kind of like this one that are really not giving the full story or yeah. not doing a very good job of representing it. Uh, Cause like, I, I don't know if you've been watching much uh, or, or reading much about like everything that's kind of going on with the art graphics cards, but essentially oh, a lot, a lot of the trouble is in the software side. It is. Uh, yeah. Like, I watched, I watched the uh, gamers nexus video. Okay. Cause like, and not even, I'm not even talking like the, you know, like the bonus features where it's like the, there's smooth, uh, sync or whatever the hell. Yeah. I think that's it. Smooth sync. Um, I'm not even just talking about that. I'm saying, uh, how they don't really work all that well on anything other than DX 12 and Vulcan. Yeah. So any game that was released like more than four or five years ago, runs like ass because yeah. the drivers just don't they don't work very well with those older apis which i find 
shocking, but it kind of makes sense because, you know, NVIDIA and AMD have been around for going on 30 years um, or more. And so they have that built in where they're like, oh, yeah, we support this older, these older games with our newer cards. But Intel would have to go back and just rejigger the um the drivers to make it support those older games. So what do we do? Do we focus on making those older games compatible or do we focus on making the new ones that people are actually going to play? Right. And the the problem with that is that I think a lot of the games that are used for benchmarking are older. Uh because GTA 5 is still used quite a bit. I think one of the Hitman games is still used quite a bit for benchmarking. And like, particularly in this article, uh, it's like they have a chart that's supposed to show like how much worse the Intel cards are, but it doesn't explain which games they're using and therefore doesn't show which graphics API is being used. So it's kind of a shitty chart. Yeah, it just Um, says 12 game average and then shows the list. Yeah, then (laughs) shows the 12, like, or shows the graphics cards and the comparable yeah. frame rates. They're um, also comparing like and and granted like they these are still pretty low end cards like a, a RTX 3050 uh the RX 590 they they're comparing those with the A380 which the 3 series is supposed to be like the the lowest end of the arc cards like the i3s. Yeah. I mean that they're they're doing the same thing as with the the core i series where it's prime numbers three, five, and seven. So, like, I don't know. It's I don't think it's really fair the way the way that they're representing this shit. Uh, and a lot a lot of tech news is doing this, and I think it's just because it's fun to to kind of dunk on a big company like this. But and and with with stuff like like the smooth sync having issues because Intel has like a bunch of their, their own versions of uh, free sync, G sync um, and some other weird driver level stuff that they're doing. Uh, None of that stuff seems to work all that well uh, from gamers. Nexus's testing. Yeah. So like you, you've got really bad artifacting and some stuff with like like frames kind of being cut into each other it's really fucking weird it is is. like that stuff sucks but the the raw performance on the cards like it's fine for what the price is yeah and representing representing the the cards in the way that that they're doing it it's kind of shitty uh it, it is also weird that like the cards don't work very well unless you have resizable bar on your motherboard which like if you have an older motherboard slash processor you don't have that feature yeah like Uh, i do but a lot of people aren't going to have that option to enable and it should just automatically it it should just automatically be enabled on every motherboard which i guess intel has been talking to their board partners and being like make it automatically enabled if it's there like yeah it should be yeah it's uh, it's always a good feature and yeah. like it wasn't enabled on mine i yeah. had to turn it on 
And just so you know, I believe resizable bar, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it allows the CPU, the processor, to access all of the memory at once from the GPU, the graphics card, instead of doing it in, I believe it's 256 meg bit, like bits. Is that basically, yeah, it, it's something like that. It's, it's something with memory access in the graphics card. It just, it makes everything work much, much better. Yeah. And I guess, I guess the idea was they, they built this architecture around that technology and kind of like with it not supporting anything older than DX12 or Vulkan, it doesn't work very well without that functionality. Now, at the end of this uh, TechSpot article, it does say a complete cancellation is an extreme scenario. Things should improve by the time the ARC cards actually get their full launch, but it's certainly not looking good for Intel. They say Chipzilla, but they mean Intel. What the uh, it, calls them Chipzilla? I don't... It, it, tech spot i guess at least the av1 hardware encoder in the arc a380 has been beating nvidia and amd's h.264 encoders in initial real world tests that's what i was interested in because but nobody cares about av1 but they but but like i've seen okay so first off obs and xsplit both work with av1 for streaming and if you like, watched, I've watched like a it, couple. Does it still have to get transcoded once it hits the server? I don't. Or is it is it a direct AV1 stream? Because I, I think, think I most think Twitch, devices still only use H.264 hardware decoding too. I so from like, what I understand, because I've watched a couple of people who who have access to these cards already. Um, I've seen some people test it. And it's significantly better to use AV1 for streaming to Twitch uh, rather than using even the newer NVENC. Well, it is. Because AV1 is just a better codec. Yeah. So that's why I'm interested in it, because then I could improve the quality of my stream. Even though nobody watches me. Um, I and still... also, no one's going to notice that quality difference. Nobody. Not a, The only person who's going to notice is me. Yeah, uh, but but if I can get a card for 150 bucks, even like a low end, the, the low end card, if I can get that for 150 bucks and upgrade my stream quality by quite a bit um, and be able to reduce the, the part of it is from what I understand, uh, you can reduce the bit rate and keep the same quality. And I do it's, have yeah. some I do have some followers who don't have the greatest of internet. So being able to reduce that bit rate and have them still see the same quality uh would be a way smoother experience for them. Yeah, it's something like a I think like a forty percent efficiency increase. Yeah, from like that's H two six four to AV one. That's massive. That is a yeah, massive great. quality uptick there. Uh so it beats out it beats out GPU encoding. Um, it beats out. Uh, it beats out H.264, and it beats out the AMD the or NVNC and uh, the AMD one, whatever that is. Which is yeah, I mean, it's just beating H.264. It is. It is. And H.265 was never taken up. Uh, I found out why. I was actually reading about it. I found out why H.265 was never taken up for. 
uh, streaming. And it's because it's the- you have to pay a license. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So in oh. order for NVIDIA or AMD to use H.265, they would have to pay a license to have it in- have it available on their cards. Oh, yeah, because uh, you can't play H.265 content in Windows 10 and 11 unless you buy a oh. stupid little app on the Microsoft store for like a dollar. Yeah, one dollar codec. Yep. Yeah, it's dumb. It's very dumb. So they just don't use it. That's that's why they don't use it. And it, um, what and it would probably be that uh, OBS and XSplit would both have to pay that license as well. I would imagine. And then of course Twitch. I don't know. Then of course Twitch would probably have to pay a li- like it would be a lot of licensing going around to yeah. allow that to happen. Where AV1 and H.264 are both uh, open source, so it'd be it's like the the XVID DivX uh, situation where DivX was a really really good codec, but no one was going to fucking pay for it, and yeah. then somebody uh, somebody reverse engineered it and came out with XVID. Yep. So. Uh, would would either of you be interested in getting a Intel Arc card if they ever come out? No, I mean I'm not interested, but I'm interested in it being an option. Like nobody's looking at Intel and being like, "I'm going to use that to run Cyberpunk at maximum." This is a a low budget option for a low budget machine. Yeah, I'm looking at this strictly to be in my streaming computer, but not on my actual computer because I. I want to be able to play games at above 30 frames a second. <laughs> that's that's my plan. Um, but I do think it's uh, having another person or another group making graphics cards is only going to be good because hopefully it'll make hopefully it'll make prices go down and also um, they'll get better. Like it's it's Intel. It's not like they don't know what they're doing when it comes to software and stuff. So hopefully over time they'll just get better. Um, there also were some rumors that I don't know if you guys know they did like a huge media blitz last month where they went and they talked to like gamers nexus and showed off their cards there and they showed off some of the cards uh, to Linus tech tips and it is speculated that part of the reason they did that was to build up hype because they saw the writing on the wall that they might get canceled which is very possible, in my opinion. Um, yeah, with how with how garbage this <laughs> soft launch in Asia has gone, I could, <sighs> I could see that. Yeah, so bad. Anyway, uh, we'll keep we'll keep you updated on when and if the Intel cards are going to be released or not. Uh, theoretically, by the end of this year, um, I think the technical date is is still Q three twenty twenty two, but. I think we're almost yeah, we'll at the end. Things. Yeah, we're all, like, isn't that next month? <laughs> like, that's we're basically like, there. Yeah. Big opportunity if they can get their shit together software-wise. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a big problem. Like, big I think if. Uh, the screen for, like, the window for the software shows in, like, you know, a normal window. So it takes up, like, a quarter of the screen, right? But the box for you to click on is the entire screen. So in order to click on something else, you have to alt-tab. 
There's also like some weird scaling problems. Yeah. Where like they're they're not expecting you to be running it in 1080p or some shit. Like it so like weird. it only works right in 4K. <laughs> that is so weird. Anyway, uh, I want to thank Aroa for being here. I was here. And I want to thank Connor for being here. I was actually painting. Uh, what did you paint? I'm painting bases right now. Oh, good. Oh, good. Real that... low-stakes stuff. I could kind of do it with my brain turned off. Yeah. Connor's and, based. And we'll be back next week. Uh, I don't know if Ro is going to be here. He's probably going to be working. But we'll be back next week doing some more... Uh, video game and tech news. Thank you for being here, guys. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Uh...